Hello, hello, and welcome to Dear Percival, the podcast showcasing Danny Savarino, the character from People of Bloomsbury, the brand new novel by author and poet DJ Swales. Now, this is uh, the second part of Port Aransas, and let's make a start, shall we? Dear Percival, Part 2, Port Aransas. Okay, update over. I'm absolutely baking on these dunes. I wish I had a flamenco hand fan, even for the shade. More snakes arriving by the second, coiling and hissing, their hot blood making them strike like lightning. The rattles have more collective percussion than the Seoul Symphony Orchestra. Despite the kindness of the locals, I'm seriously doubting the veracity of this latest sighting of my parents. If I can successfully dance across the backs of the alligators, then I may just grab the Port Aransas barbecue king crown that Luan promised me and get the hell out of here. I'll probably head back to Corpus Christi to stay with Alabaster. Alabaster is the lonely but very convivial non-binary trucker who screeched to a halt when I stuck out my thumb at Houston Airport Perimeter. It may be illegal, but hitchhiking is so easy. All I did to get a ride was roll up my chinos and rip my t-shirt into a crop top. I did it in the airport loos before going through customs. Even if I do say so myself, I looked pretty good, like one of the pop singers in Steps. Alabaster pulled over just when I'd finished wiping myself down after a passing car threw half a big gob slurpee over me. I knew everything would be okay when the truck door opened and I heard night shift by the Commodores. The next second, I was confronted by the most incredible flair for 1980s-style eyeliner, fishnet stockings, spandex waistbands and cowboy boots that I've ever seen in all my travels. Only Christian in Berlin came close. Clean the seat and it's yours, said Alabaster with a long-nailed flourish. I swept my hand across the velour throwing compliments while ignoring the empty bullet casing that tinkled to the tarmac. Alabaster melted under my admiration, offering me a half-drunk Mountain Dew while explaining how the spandex waistband doubles as both a skirt or a boob tube. Alabaster uses Alabaster's own name as Alabaster's gender-preferred pronoun. As it is, I'm terrible with names, so we practiced various sentence scenarios to help me get used to it, some of which involved favourite house pets and directions to a pharmacy and youth hostel. I summoned the same energy that I'd used when I tried learning Esperanto as a kid in Cleethorpes, when I harboured the naive notion of saving the world through a shared tongue. Before Alabaster dropped me off, Alabaster said there is a week's worth of honest work not far from Corpus Christi, if I wanted, helping Alabaster paint Alabaster's bedroom. I will be paid in a yet-to-be-revealed commodity, which, apparently, is easily exchangeable for cash. I hope it's all legal. The suspense is killing me. Alabaster said Alabaster will come and pick me up, but only if I have access to a camera with a self-timer. Alabaster needs help taking some challenging pics. 
Appearance-wise, Alabaster falls somewhere on a scale between Chaka Khan and Wesley Snipes in Blade. Alabaster is also an ex-USMC colonel and boasted of Alabaster's veterans' health insurance and expertise in every gun type ever owned south of Enid, Oklahoma, close to the state line. Alabaster said that Enid was the final home of children's author Enid Blyton and her last book, Five Go Pig Hunting by Moonlight, was never released but is buried on her old abandoned ranch, now infested with fire ants and yellow jacket wasps. In the book, George gets drunk while riding on a pickup tailgate with a loaded rifle while the others used empty miracle whip containers and light bulbs as improvised floodlights. George apparently falls backwards from the tailgate, hammered, almost riddling everyone with shotgun pellets. It's her best book ever, said Alabaster, claiming to know the book's location, close to an intergenerational roadrunner nest. Alabaster loves talking about Texas. I've gathered this is the introspective obsession of every Texan. When Alabaster wasn't talking about Enid Blyton or Texas, Alabaster spilled every detail about Alabaster's life. Alabaster lives on the road at times, but also loves staying home and crafting in the backwoods about 10 miles from a Hobby Lobby superstore in two cosy conjoined shipping containers that Alabaster welded Alabaster's self. Once I get furniture, it will be like Versailles, said Alabaster, when we stopped at the truck stop where I purchased my new Texas belt. There is a lot of room, and termites can't eat steel. Alabaster enjoys several cuisines, including Luby's, Whataburger, Dairy Queen, White Castle, and Long John Silver's. Alabaster wishes Chick-fil-A was hoping on Sundays for something special after church. In Lena months, Alabaster survives on homegrown greens and squirrels brought down by Alabaster's Armalite AR-18 assault rifle. Before unlocking the door of the truck and letting me out at the Amelia Earhart Motel, Alabaster threw me some menthol cigarettes then insisted on sharing all of Alabaster's tips for deer hunting, including a lemon and pepper marinade recipe for backstrap. It was nightfall before I checked into the motel. We've been sitting in this car park for three hours, I said to Alabaster, when I could finally open the door, trying not to sound like I was miffed. Apparently, I could sue for kidnapping. It's called a parking lot said Alabaster, surprisingly peeved. And wisdom should not be hurried. The rattlestakes are not backing down. In fact, they are climbing the dune even when I kick sand at them. The swamp alligators have quietened down, all facing this way, their eyes trained on me. This may be my last diary entry, unless I take off my belt and channel my inner Conan the Barbarian. Alabaster said, if Alabaster doesn't hear from me within 24 hours, then Alabaster will come look for me. Please God send salvation in the form of Alabaster. I hope at the very least that this diary is discovered. 
even if in the belly of some reptile. I love you all, and Mum and Dad, I never stop looking. Danny Savarino, 2019, Port Barbecue King. Thank you. That was part two of Port Arancis, the Dear Percival entry by Danny Savarino. Um, now, Danny Severino is part of the book People of Bloomsbury by author and poet DJ Swales, which is available right now on Amazon. Go get yourself an ebook copy and it'll be delivered to you forthwith or even fifthwith. Very soon there'll also be a paperback for you to put on, the, on your shelf and stroke lovingly. Mm. In the meantime, we shall return with another episode of Dear Percival before you even know it. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Goodbye.